from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We were scheduled to talk to Brian Murphy, WRAL, WRALSportsFan.com investigative reporter, but they've been pushing around the House debate. Excuse me. <laughs> house <laughs> debate there. Wow. I don't know what happened. Anyway. You okay? I'm, no, I'm good. I guess I had a little phlegm in there. I didn't realize it wanted out. But in the uh, they're 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 debating the mobile sports wagering bill. You'll remember mm-hmm. last week it got out of those committees pretty quickly. There were no weird amendments to it. There was a lot more support, so much support. The governor Roy Cooper told us that they were putting it in the budget, straight up putting it in the budget. But again, we were scheduled to talk to Brian, but they're in the process of this debate right now. So I think he's live tweeting it, and the reason mm-hmm. why he's probably not picking up the phone. Anyway, House floor debate on sports wagering is taking place, and Brian's done some live tweeting here, uh, bringing up a couple representatives that don't like the mobile sports wagering, laying out the case for legal sports wagering, hits on many of the criticisms that opponents have, youth gambling, credit cards, advertising. Uh, Representative Abe Jones, who's a Democrat from Wake County, on sports gambling bill, you don't have to marry a vice to get money. We don't need to embrace this industry, end quote. Interesting points being made there. And Brian Murphy now joining us from the General Assembly. Brian, what's going on, man? Hey, well, they're they're still debating right now. Uh, Pricey Harrison from Guilford County is debating it. Um, all, the, all the people debating currently are, are opposed to it. Okay, so this isn't – but the, for the important part is people people are freaking out about this because they really want this sports wagering bill to go through. And the governor, as I mentioned, he told us when we went over and did brackets that he's put in the budget. He put it in the budget for the next two years. So what, is this just kind of like we're giving you our protest even though we know it's going to get through the House today? What's the general sense right now? Yeah, I think, I mean, most opponents think it's going to pass. Um, but, you know, last year, I think the debate swayed some people. Uh, you know, the supporters thought they had enough votes. And after the debate, uh, at least two, from what I understand, people change their votes. And so I think they think it may be close enough that that these speeches um, hold some water, that they can convince some people that this is a bad thing for the state and and we just simply don't need it. Oh, oh, hmm, now you're making me worry, Brian. I don't like this. (laughs) You know, the... uh, to put your mind at ease, most of the people who are in favor of this, and I'm talking about lobbyists and, and you know, support law, supportive lawmakers, believe they have the votes, believe they have more okay. than more than the 60 they need and, and are pretty comfortable that it's going to pass and, and it'll move over to the Senate. Okay, okay. All right, so that, that we'll close on this. We'll let you get back to uh, watching these debates, and you can live tweet it, and you can follow Murphy on Twitter. Uh, just look up Murph's Turf on, on Twitter. And, yes, Turf is like a Murph. That's the PH at the end, not an F. Uh, that's an important distinction on Twitter. And you'll see me retweeting him. Uh, just follow at Joe Ovi's on Twitter. All right, so what is what are the next steps? Is it, is it actually going to gonna go to a House vote today? Yeah, there'll be a House vote today. I mean, the debate is happening now. And so uh, when that's it, there are eight amendments. Um, so we still have to get through these debates plus the debate on eight amendments. Um and then there'll be a vote, a final vote. And then uh, because it deals with revenue for the state, I'm, I'm really getting into the weeds here. Because it deals with revenue, there'll have to be another vote tomorrow. But okay. that, those votes usually follow the same. You know, if you voted for it today, you usually vote for it tomorrow. And then after that, of course, it'll have to go through the Senate, uh, where I've heard there will be some more changes made to the bill. 
Um, so what then, changes? Big, what changes are we talking about? Because I, I know you pointed one out as it relates to the overall money that could go to the state because they're going to be adding more UNC system schools to this. Yeah, so basically any school that doesn't play FBS football but is in the UNC system. So we're talking about 10 schools, uh, you know, Winston-Salem State, UNC Asheville, UNC Greensboro, um, are in line to get money from this. They're, they're guaranteed $300,000 from off the top. And then uh, when, when all the required distributions are done, and that's a couple million dollars in required distributions, once that's finished, whatever money is left, they're going to get 20% of that distributed among those 10 schools, athletic departments. So, it, you know, if, if this gets up and cranking, uh, you know, Tennessee brought in $70 million last year, to, you know, take off 10% of that, you know, take off, you know, take off 7 million for the dis- required distributions. You're talking about, you know, $63 million or so okay. to be distributed and they'd get 20% of that, those schools. Um, but one thing, one change I think we will see in the Senate is horse racing has been stripped out of the bill. Both dog racing and horse racing has been stripped out. I think we'll see horse racing added back when it gets to the Senate. Um, but I think there's some language that needs to be changed around that. Um, I see. Given that on most, on most operator apps, FanDuel, DraftKings, you can't bet on horses. Um, you have to get a separate operator like Twin Spires out of Churchill Downs I see. to be able to do that. And so then, then you're eating well, into the number of licenses that, that are allocated in the bill. Hey, so Hear, there, me, there's hear some, me out. Some, hear me out. Horse racing outside the Azalea Gardens at WREL. <laughs> <laughs> there, so there, I think we'll, we'll hear a little bit more about horse racing when okay. it gets to the Senate. But, um, but yeah, those are the types of changes. And, 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 you know, maybe some of the revenue distribution gets changed. But I think the guts of this bill are, are what's going to move forward. Got it. Brian Murphy, all right, man, we appreciate it. Get back to uh, watching this debate. And I'll try not to get angry at some of the arguments against <laughs> mobile sports wagering. Yeah, it's it's riveting theater over here. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. It's the OG alongside Candace Cooper. I'm Joe Ovius. Again, big thanks to Brian Murphy. Go follow him on Twitter uh, to get live updates from the General Assembly on mobile sports wagering. Next up. One of the four, all of the four, or half of the four. All right, Candace, where do you want to start in the triangle? College basketball. Uh, NC State. All right, let's start with NC State. Baby T, Terquavion Smith. Doing the thing that just about everybody expected. He's going to go to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, you know, byproduct of name, image, and likeness and the collectives and making sure that he's taken care of so he can work on his game and help NC State. I think for the most part it worked out. Him and Jarkel Joyner played, played well off each other. The addition of DJ Burns. And now it's time to move on to the next thing. Jarkel Joyner's run out of uh, eligibility. So the question is, where is he going to go? I've seen Terquavion Smith... You know, late first round kind of a situation. Who knows what he can show at the combines and the and the workouts and everything else. It's not surprising anybody, though. But it does create a need now at NC State at the guard position. Yes. Which I guess gets us to Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Caleb Love yesterday announcing that he's entering the transfer portal. We're sitting here and joking. Caleb yeah. Love is not going to go play at NC State. No way. I'm with you. It's not happening. However... <laughs> I could see a UNC player transferring to NC State. That would be Dontrez Styles. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we'll table that conversation for another day because I think people are still processing Caleb Love's decision to leave North Carolina while Armando Baycott and R.J. Davis are coming back. And this is where I lean on you, my Carolina avatar, <laughs> you being a Carolina grad, you swam at UNC to help me understand how is it that Caleb Love might be one of, if not the most 
emotion-generating players to come out of UNC in a while. And I'm not even talking about Rashad McCants. Rashad McCants was after the fact. Yeah. Caleb Love was real-time in a uniform, brings some emotions out of people. Yeah. Please explain. You know, Caleb definitely is is a Caleb Love experience, like I saw on Twitter. He can shoot you in games. He can keep you in that bad boy. Caleb can also very much shoot you out of games trying to play hero ball. I think when mm-hmm. you're so used to sometimes being the hero and shooting people in games, you try and lean on that. And I think at times he was leaning on it a little too heavy. And the people got really invested and emotional about it because they probably gave, Caleb probably gave a lot of people one of their greatest Carolina highs which is Duke beating Duke in the NCAA tournament. And so after that, to be inconsistent so badly this season, I think that's where people started to have a quick turn. Here's what I'm worried about with Caleb Love. It's the easy answer for last year's problems. 100%. If, I'm not saying everybody's doing this. I'm simply saying that the laziest way to go about North Carolina's issues last year was to simply say, well... All the things that you just laid out about Caleb Love. He could shoot yeah. you into games. He could shoot you out of games. Very low-hanging fruit. There's a lot of other issues that probably need to be worked out this offseason, both in the guys that are coming back and also the head coach in Hubert Davis and how he yes. wants to go about this going forward. So that's my fear. Don't make it just about Caleb Love. And I do think this puts more pressure on Armando Baycott in particular. Yeah. To step up even more, not just in terms of his production, but also in terms of leadership because – you don't think he's going to be recruiting guys through the portal and on Twitter? He doesn't need to recruit another person. Can I just say? Oh. Did he recruit Pete? And look at where we landed with that. Well, don't I, recruit Don't recruit nobody else. We don't need nobody help. I mean, I don't know if it's a Pete issue or that people got spoiled by what happened with Brady Manick and people 100%. think it's as easy to do. 100%. Right? But I don't think he need, I think he needs to work on him. You know, sometimes you need to have like solar tunnel vision focus mm-hmm. because you didn't make the NCAA tournament. You are didn't get the ACC player of the year for the second time where people felt you got snubbed. So maybe it might be an inward facing. You got to just go full beast mode next season. But you can't do that on Twitter can't do that on the set of Outer Banks. You need to do that in the gym. Next up. One, two, three. Carolina Hurricanes back in action tonight. Tampa Bay Lightning, the opponent. Last time we saw the Canes and the Lightning, the Canes put on, I mean, they worked them. Uh, they 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 played one of the strongest defensive games I've seen all season, if not of the season, in playing keep away. And that's going to be the MO for the Carolina Hurricanes the rest of the way and how they're going to advance in the playoffs. Scoring is not going to come easy to this team. It's just not. They can generate all the high-danger chances you want. They can get on the power play. But by now, folks, this is what they are. The dam might break in a game, but game to game, they're just kind of consistently what they are. Somebody had actually pointed out this to, pointed this out to me on uh, on Twitter when I put out Hey Joe questions. Uh, this is from I Am Iron Kaniac. He's and it pointed out this uh, this stat sheet from all three zones project three Mm -hmm. j fresh hockey and it shows you things that we already know defensively the canes are dominant offensively in transition play they really struggle yeah um and we see it on the ice night in night out but as kaniac points out nothing we don't already know but it's still jarring to see just how bad the canes are in transition and scoring off the rush could this be the true cause of their scoring issues and not because they don't have the much-renowned natural goal, goal scorer? The answer to that is yes. You still yeah. need dudes. I don't know why this is complicated. People nah. people love talking about, oh, look at all their chances. Yeah, but you still need dudes to yeah. bury said chances on a consistent basis. 100%. They do have dudes defensively. 
The question is, can they get consistent goaltending? Peter Kochekov's going to be in net tonight. I've been screaming this. I think Kochekov's the guy you need in the playoffs. Mm. Freddie Anderson's been a little bit wobbly. Maybe they've been saving him. No. Okay. No. Either <laughs> either you're in or you're not. You're locked in or you're not. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying this to like dunk on Freddie Anderson. I want the Canes to succeed. And the way the Canes are going to succeed is through their defense and goaltending and keeping teams from outscoring them. As simple as that. You can get two goals, three goals, good. But you got to shut people down. That's how they're going to advance. And unless the goaltending situation settles out, I'm a little wary right now for the Carolina Hurricanes. Just a smidge. Just a smidge. But they're going to give themselves the best opportunity in the playoffs by winning the Metro. They're up three points right now with two games in hand. Tampa Bay Lightning beating them tonight goes a long way to creating more separation thanks to the Devils losing last night. Um, the Canes have, what, nine more games left, and they could be on their way to wrapping this thing up in the Metro pretty soon. They're not going to catch Boston, obviously. Uh, Does Boston wrap this thing up or no? If the Canes lose tonight and Boston wins, yeah. It's a wrap. It's it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The Boston, Boston Bruins have been on a tear, clearly, mm-hmm. on a tear. Mm-hmm. Next up. And I don't even care who number two is. So, Candace, do you subscribe to Aaron Rodgers being somebody at this point in his career where you just want to do whatever it is he wants to make him happy? No, I'm I'm not of that of that uh, group. When did were you ever of that group? No. Oh, okay. I don't okay. believe that by anybody, but okay, especially I'll, not him. Fair fair point on that. I do think after a while there are if these guys are the guys, the dudes, as I mentioned mm-hmm. for hockey, you're gonna get some benefit of the doubt. You're gonna yeah. get treated differently. Sometimes you'll even get your own office in Denver. <laughs> True. Right? True. Aaron Rodgers isn't at that point anymore. So I find it kind of weird that the Jets and the Packers are kind of locked into this long drawn out process yeah. to get Aaron Rodgers to New York. And I heard this on Greenberg's show this morning when I was driving around that, I mean, are the Jets not in on, like, the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes because they don't want to upset Aaron Rodgers? That, you know, if you say something that he misinterprets, he might just up and retire? Well, see, that's a terrible way to already start your new right legacy, lineage, all the things. Right. Yeah. It already if you, if you feel it's already that shaky, yeah. why do you want him yeah. in the first place? Exactly. Plus... What do we know about Aaron Rodgers? He does not take criticism well. No, no. When he's coming off of his mushrooms or whatever, Guayasaka Yaga, you know, he tends <laughs> no, no, to. No, no, no. Guayasaka is in a repa place off a of Lake Boone that's really, really good. It's delicious. You're talking about ayahuasca, which is a psychoactive <laughs> Same tea. Same thing. Mm, I mean, look, the guac is pretty <laughs> transcendent at Guayasaka, but I don't know. I've never tried the tea. Hakalaka. Okay, either way. <laughs> Either way, once he comes off of that, I don't even know if he's a normal human at this point. So I'm just concerned about if I want to go into something where someone needs, even if he's having a bad day or an offseason or a bad practice or whatever, is he going to go off and need time to himself? Like, yeah. he, it's giving too much diva, and we haven't even had a rep yet. No, too yeah. much diva in a place that eats divas up. Right. Okay. They'll crush Aaron Rodgers up and put it in a tea in New York and sell it to you on a street corner. Next up. If you know a guy, you always got to know a guy. Um, you know, uh, Candace and I haven't done a show in a while, and Candace might not know about my new favorite thing. Is it with the markers? Because I have ADHD, and I'm really like, no, no, the okay. mark. That's no, that's that's a game we'll play in about. 
10 minutes. Please, God. No, 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 no. My new favorite thing is mock drafts. <laughs> All sexy. Honestly, I've never heard you talk about mock drafts in this way in but, my life. But you understand where I'm coming from. I'll explain next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So I had an, I had an epiphany this offseason in the NFL with mock drafts. Mm-hmm. They are essentially for a particular demographic of sports fans. Fanfics mm-hmm. or novels that you would find at the supermarket at checkout. They still mm. sell those. Yes. Uh, you got Fabio on the cover. It's some uh, you know some medieval time and somebody's getting swept off their feet. It's forbidden, yeah. forbidden love. <laughs> right? Same font for all the titles. Oh, yeah, easily. 100%. Easily. And, you know, you like 200 pages, if that, rip through yes. it, move on to the next one. I feel like that's what mock drafts are because every single day somebody's got some new fan fiction and when you kind of read it in that breathless romance novel, it makes a lot of sense. So like our friend Will Brinson, mm-hmm. you know, he puts out a new mock draft on CBS. Dennis pointed this out to me. New mock draft from uh, from Brinson. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. 2023 NFL mock draft. Lamar Jackson traded to the Colts. Kenton, I mean Kenton. Talking about my boyfriend. Dennis, cue the music. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. Cue the music. Jordan, oh my God. Jordan Love gets his wide receiver oh my after Aaron Rodgers trade. So anyway, it kind of it kind of plays off that way, and mm-hmm. people come up with these wild fantasy scenarios. But once you right? hear that, does that immediately make you want to be like, "Ooh, I wonder what he's talking about." Like, what is what yeah. is it for you? Okay. Well, actually, it doesn't do anything for me. Okay. Like I think mock drafts are the Not dumbest thing. They don't mean, they don't mean anything. It gets you, don't, you, going you don't in like a mean, yeah, you don't like meaningless stuff. You like passionate. Like, You're right. Okay. I need a connection. <laughs> I feel no connection with these things. Okay. Okay. So I and I'm not bringing this up to to take money off of Will's plate. I'm not trying to take food off his table, man. Are there is there betting involved in mock drafts? Like people. Oh, you money? can. Okay. Oh yeah, you absolutely can. Okay. But it doesn't mean anything. You're just typing up these scenarios that are no different than somebody getting on their old Tumblr page yeah. and writing about how Frodo and Sam uh. actually are the ones who get together and they and they run off. Are you talking oh. about Star Wars? No, I'm talking about Lord of the Rings. Oh, God. Okay. I don't know that one either, but okay. I was going to say, what's a, um, what's a show you've been watching? What's a show that I've been watching? Yeah. Um, oh, man, so many shows. Outer Banks. Okay. that one up. So I'm sure that there are lots of fanfic mm-hmm. websites about how the Outer Banks plays out, right? Thousand there's some, percent. Some, like steamy stuff on that. Digging for treasure. Mm-hmm. There you go. Pause. Uh, a pogue <laughs> and a whatever the other ones are called. Yeah. What are, they, what are the other groups? The pogue and the rich people. And the rich people, right? Forbidden yeah. love. Yeah. Well, same thing here kook. with this. It's a kook. It's, that's right, a kook, which kooky, is not- kooky, all the things. N- nobody talks like that in the Outer Banks. <laughs> so in this case, it's Bryce Young. Uh-huh. This is the this is the choice for Will Brinson. Panthers didn't trade up to the number one spot, hoping to figure out which quarterback they wanted. Maybe they were hoping to really fall in love mm. with a Will Levis type. 
I actually just finished a show on Netflix called Sex Life. There you go. And it really corresponds because it's like, do you take what you think is good for you See? or do you try and go with something See? that could potentially But be David better? Tepper lacks patience. Mm. Okay. He's and, a quick and, quick and easy guy. And Bryce Young has the highest floor of this group, the marrying type, mm. right? Somebody you can bring home. Mm. Great point. It might be might be something there with Will Levis, hot and steamy, but no, you need something Will stable. Will Levis is just out with left field. Like, you have no business. That's the F-boy that you just have no business being Ex- with. Exactly. Yeah. So despite C.J. Stroud's betting market, I'll pencil him in as the first overall pick. It works, does it not? No. No. I mean, yes, what you're trying to say, but Bryce is just not. That's oh, not- no, 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 two separate conversations. Okay. What I'm getting at is, do you now see my point on these mock drafts? Yes. Okay, thank you. Now, as far as who they should who should they should I've take. Been, I've been lured in and yet I still feel like you picked the wrong person. But that's what the debate is about, that's I suppose. That, well, I'm with you on that. I don't think Bryce Young is the guy. I think it should be <laughs> CJ Stroud. Because of his build? Yes. Mm. I mean the package I'm, is pretty nice. Imagine waking up to that every day. <laughs> so on the football field. On a Sunday. Oh my god. So I do think that CJ Stroud is a guy, but we saw just about a month out from the draft, so it'd be really boring if we just keep saying, Well, CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud. On reading were you lured in to say maybe Bryce? No, absolutely not. Actually, it was Bryce Young's pro day that really convinced me otherwise. Not necessarily from him throwing against there. It's actually Gilio said, look at this picture. Look at this picture. Here he is in his coat and his backpack and all this stuff. Does that look like a frame? Not mm-hmm. height, but frame. Because that's the one thing about the shorter quarterbacks that people tend to forget, like Russell Wilson. People mm-hmm. kept bringing up Russell Wilson's too short, too short. What's What's Russell Wilson? Beautiful. What? Mm-hmm. Low-key thick. Thick. He is thick. He's packing a wagon, though. All right. That's not Bryce Young. <laughs> That's the issue.